Hello. Good evening. Good evening. How's it going? I cannot complain. How are you? I'm doing good. You keeping out of trouble? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part. Yeah, I don't get in trouble. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Today is Sunday, July twenty sixth, two thousand twenty. And you are now listening to The Crow Show, and we are your host, Torch the Poet and... Val the Phoenix. What are you over there doing? Oh, I'm just moving around just a little bit. Trying to get comfortable? Yes. Yes. I said you went uh, boating. Yeah, it was a it was a good time. It was yeah, nice. You looked like you had a, had, a, had a good time on the water. Yeah, there was a two-hour boat trip. They just kind of did a figure eight in the river, and... I I've done stuff like that in Florida before, but not um, not here on the Mississippi. So that was nice, and it was my friend's first time ever being on a boat, or like okay. at least like something big like that. I mean, she's been on some other things, but so it was cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. Today, um, I want to. Reason why it, the reason why it took so long to actually send you the um, the invitation is because I was struggling with getting on and kind of giving a brief, gosh darn it, let me turn my notification off, my bad, um, but giving a brief uh, synopsis perhaps of my experiences uh, growing up as a young man regarding verbal and physical abuse um, at the hands of my mom. So I was kind of struggling with sending that out. But considering the fact of my interview that I'd done with the young lady opening up about her, um, her abuse that she faced um, at the hands of her mom, um, and then a conversation I had with a, a great brother who reached out to me, it's kind of kind of been on my heart to open up. So with that being said, um, I guess I'm going to do my best to kind of be as transparent as I can be so you feel free to grab you a pen and some paper and any questions you can think of you definitely ask and we'll have at it okay so I'll look at it we'll have at it so when you're ready you let me know all right well let me um just grab that because I wasn't prepared and actually I um hadn't had a chance to listen to that podcast. I mean, it was mm. um, just because I've been studying for uh, my CDL class B um, and helping out friends and then trying to actually have fun and work and, you know, always something. Um, but I just, oh yeah, so that's I mean, it's definitely on my important to do list because that type of stuff is really, um, you, it kind of goes back to where we know what we're being taught and, and, um, you know, what we see and how we treat each other or whatever stems from our parents or our, you know, siblings or, um, what we're allowed or what we allow ourselves to accept as okay, even though it is, um, um, verbal abuse and, and that gets passed off, you know, because, people forget that words hurt and even though you don't you try to be hard not let it bother you but at the same time when the people who really care about you say some things they're supposed to be your supporter not your put downer you know so agree I definitely agree I definitely definitely agree and it's uh to me it's something that that seems to happen um quite a bit within this is my opinion within the uh, the black and hispanic community um where it seems like the sense of ruling with an iron fist somehow translates translates into pardon me uh whooping your child's ass basically yeah and it's like i don't really understand like why so to speak um because i mean like my experiences you know especially after my parents got got divorced when I was five um, I've mentioned that mm-hmm. before but I kind of felt like I began paying for my old man cheating on my mommy and also paying for the fact that I resemble him strongly um, 
and I, I don't know if, if that's what tends to happen from a psychological standpoint where the hurt parent tends to take out their their pain on their child or children um but i mean fuck man i, I remember just growing up and being terrified of my mom sometimes um you know god forbid if i did anything wrong with my chores um if i came home with a fucking grade that was lower than a b uh if i didn't mow the lawn properly and in a timely fashion um it just seemed like every well not every but like the the smallest things that i can get in trouble for i definitely definitely did um and to the level that it was taken just really it, it, it when I think back it, it blows my mind because I'm like you know fuck I didn't need to be whooped so fucking maliciously and, and so harshly like I mean I remember times fucking the belt buckle hitting me in my fucking face um, accidentally um, the belt buckle hit me in my fucking my private part and you know being told stop faking and then when, <laughs> when she could see i'm not faking you know it's like well that was your fault for turning around before i was done whooping your ass um it was like just just the amount of fear and my mom you know she's a she's a great mom um you know we we talked about that when she was still alive and she apologized for a lot of the things she'd done but you know going back to what you said it's like you know once that those words especially those hurt more than than the ass whoopings. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's really like sometimes why we're afraid of love or allowing someone to love us. Because when, even though like if, you know, they could have been teaching you for a special reason, like usually what I find is parents do stuff out of fear. Like if you just ran out across the street and all of a sudden you didn't look both ways and the mom or dad or whatever goes, are you fucking kidding me right now? And start yelling at the kid and they're looking at like, what? You know, and it's like, oh my gosh, if that car didn't kill you, I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, type of thing, only because you, you, it's out of fear. That's why they get angry. Right. Or someone pissed them off and then you get the brunt of it, which is kind of, I think, what you're or you had said. So when you first experienced the abuse, um, that was then, at, you feel, after your parents' divorce or was it before that? <laughs> Um, no, because as far back as I can remember, it, it was after my parents divorced. Um, yeah, because I don't really recall anything like negative regarding the verbal and physical abuse before then. Um, yeah, I really don't. And I mean, fuck, man. It would, sometimes it would be so bad that like if I didn't wash the dishes or I left a cup in the sink she, you know she storms in my room and would wake me up and like you know get the fuck up and wash the fucking dishes like it was it was just some shit was so over the top and I'm like yeah. you know like is it that fucking serious <laughs> like you know my homework had to be perfectly correct I felt like penmanship and all and if I kept getting something wrong um, she'll send me back to the room and if I stayed up way too long then it affected her night and her having to work the next day I'm getting my ass whooped um, so she, if she broke her fucking go ahead so my she bad kind of just like what you felt is that she was just blaming everything on you that's what I felt now, you know definitely when you guys talked about it and you addressed that with her what was some of the things that she had said or was she able to was she able to even remember like some of those oh, things. Yeah. Okay. Cause sometimes like with my mom, when I talked to her about some things like that, she goes, Oh, I don't even remember that. Like, Ooh. Um, <laughs> okay. She, she, she expressed to me that the, the way she was brought up, the way she was disciplined, mm -hmm. um, you know, often being, you know, told, you know, you're not good enough or, you know, if you get something, a problem wrong in math, you know, what are you stupid? Um, dumbass you know those type of things like she was also brought up like that so so she was just doing what she was taught she was, and she didn't realize she was taught, yep. that it actually affected her in a negative way but she couldn't see that like because she just thought it was mm -hmm. a normal thing to do yep and you know i remember like begging and crying for her to to stop on a lot of occasions when i'm getting a whooping and 
I mean, it's, it, it, to me, it's it's not the proper way to really discipline a child um, because it, it puts more fear. Like you become terrorized of your fucking parent. Like it's not, you know, it's not necessarily a great thing if you're catching ass whoopings for damn near the smallest shit. Now, some things you get it. You know, some things you you, you get well, it. Yeah. You know. So, did you ever like not talk to your mom or hold a grudge or anything like that towards her for any of no. those things? No, like I said, we definitely talked it out. No, I mean, um, before you talked, though, were you like upset oh. with her at all, or like did you have some well, underlining would, yeah. issues, like when it comes to talking with her about things, or like when did you when did you get up the um, either the courage, the courage. Yeah, to say something to her or whatever. And like, what went through your mind before that time frame came? I would say 16 after I, uh, I was sent to my aunt's house out in, uh, Dayton, Ohio at the uh, Wright Patterson air force base. Um, I was sent out there for the summer because I was acting a hot mess in high school. And so, I enjoyed living out there. Didn't want to come back to Illinois because of all the bullshit. Wanted to stay out in Ohio. Um, my mom pretty much was not having that, though my old man was saying, sure, no problem. Um, I'll send your child support payments out to your aunt in Ohio. Um, my mom made me come back. And I remember the last time she tried to pull some shit where she pulled out, um, how can I describe this? It's like a piece of wood that was used to stop the sliding glass door from being mm-hmm. opened um, type of rod yeah, i guess I um, remember she pulled that sucker out when her and i were were having a, an argument um and i just i was telling him like you know i'm tired of tired of the way you fucking treat me like you know this shit's getting old and i remember she just wound up like lifting up that fucking rod and swinging that bitch and it broke on my forearm and <laughs> she just looked at me and was like you gotta get the fuck out like that's it and you know, here I am, 16, um, being thrown out of the house. Um, and then I started selling drugs and shit to make my money. So um, I just really always felt like, damn, like just, I don't know, like why? Like, because to me, the anger that I used to display and probably still have a little bit of that anger now to be candid. Um, but even younger, I mean, I used to take my fucking GI Joes and would, <laughs> take fucking hairspray and a lighter and burn them sons of bitches like acting out a lot of anger um, I would build forts and tree houses as my my places to escape to and kind of not have to deal with her cussing me out or um, threatening me with the belt I remember getting ass whoopings out in public in front of my friends and being teased and mocked for the shit um just just constantly having to walk on fucking eggshells I, I felt do you like still, do you still and, feel like that you have some of those things like of to be a perfectionist because of that yeah absolutely absolutely do you catch yourself in like, like absolutely when you start to feel basically of not being good enough because that's I believe where it boils down to when you're trying to be a perfectionist you don't feel good enough so you try to make the outside look good even though the inside hurts so, I mean, do you catch yourself when you do that type of stuff or do you, um, you know, or do you just still go with it as it's normal? That's a very great, a great question. And I feel like I still go with it as if it's, it's normal. Um, though, ironically, here I am stating that <laughs> obviously I can tell that it's not normal and where it does derive from. Um, but you know, some of that, I, I feel like I said, that's a, that's a great question. Some of that, that, that's that, that mannerism or those ways better yet, pardon me. I feel like that actually does a little bit of good. Um, but yes, does a greater deal of harm because satisfaction probably mentally isn't within my grasp. Um, though the entire time I'm sure it is it definitely is you know? it de- I mean I can I can 100% tell you it definitely is it's just you know like they first say the first step is getting out of denial to be able to be aware yeah. and it's not like it doesn't just have to deal like when people talk about it, addictions or whatever but sometimes when you've went through trauma which most people have mm-hmm. in their life even though 
you know, they just accepted it as normal, but that's not necessarily normal. What you think normal is, you know, or so, um, to, I think a lot of people, you know, they've, like I said, have experienced, um, some kind of traumatic event. And then that's what PTSD looks like of trying to be perfect. And I think so many people, uh, that's why we get into friction and that's why we, um, hold words so highly and that's why we get offended and and want to act out because we feel unjustified from what we were learned before because then we don't feel like we can do anything about it because that person that loved us or that was supposed to you know encourage us and push us along and yes discipline when we did something wrong but not out of context like not had to be right. not like being in a perfect way or whatever no right but just you know, I'm like questioning, like, why do I have to strip fucking butt naked to get an ass whooping? You know, yeah, that's um, demoralizing. Hell yeah. You know, like, can I just fucking, you know, let you spank me or whoop me with with my, my clothing on? Like, why do I have to strip fucking naked? Like, it, that really puzzled me. Like, what type of fucking shit that we have going on here like so you, they made sure like, you, you know, felt the sting or something or they could see what marks are being made I don't know that's kind of twisted on that's kind of know. twisted <laughs> you know seriously like I used to be like why like why like why ass naked like this ain't fucking you know the old school mentality type of you're gonna whip me I'm, I, that really and I think that along with the verbal just just getting my ass whooped naked alone always like like really really hurt like you know i would be up late at night in my bed crying um trying to figure that shit out you know eight years young nine years young ten years young trying to figure out like why the fuck am i getting naked ass whoopings right um and my mom never did anything you know in a, a weird type of manner as far as um molested me or abused me sexually she never did that no but she still um, demoralized you and made you feel stupid either with words or with actions yeah and it yeah and, I, and I'm like I just I never understood it um always been a motor mouth you know so a lot of times that got me in trouble of always asking why or you know she'll you know what actually now that I think about it when I say this motor mouth there were many times I'm thinking maybe as, as, as young as starting about eight when I would actually speak up and say, you know, you didn't have to whoop me like that. And then that got me like <laughs> the look in her fucking eyes was like, you little nigga. No, you didn't. Right. That's like, that's because how I look you like. checked her and she I'm didn't like that. Right. So I was like, I got it even worse. Um, if she broke her fucking Lee press on nail. <laughs> Fuck. If like one of her nails popped off it, it, like the, the, that look when I would piss her off to a heightened mm-hmm. extent just I mean it, it, it made me fucking like cringe like just made me fucking so fucking afraid man like I'm like the look of a woman <laughs> um, when she's fucking pissed to this day scares me I mean literally like it really because well, you don't know what's about to me. pop off yeah it's like oh shit um, um, and I get it, you know. Again, I'm not saying my mother. There weren't there weren't moments when when I deserved a good ass woman. I'm not going to sit here and right. lie. But as you said, you know, like I, I I don't think I deserved to have myself like stripped down like this is fucking corporal punishment. Um, and you know, proceed to fucking like whoop my ass, and if I moved like you're getting more lashings if I try to reach and grab the belt because it's like enough's enough that's more lashings like rebel rebellious acts um would fucking like get me more lashings and I never understood that man like I'm not supposed to sit here and just let you whoop me right fuck no like I mean you know you're raising me to be a, a leader a young king a young lion I mean, even as a cub, I'm not supposed to let you just beat right, on me. Because I mean, if how can you really be a leader and a you know um, you know like that when you're getting told you're stupid yeah. or when you like when you don't ever feel yeah. like you can actually reach that par? Like, how are you ever going to be able to do that then if that's how you're trying to raise them? That doesn't make any no, sense. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing when your friends can hear you getting your ass whooped and shit, and 
you know, like it's not, it, it, it doesn't make you the cool kid um, to walk around saying your mom's beating your ass. It's different when it's your dad. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, you know, here I am living in um, a single parent home, single parent as a mom home. And yeah, like, I, you know, how can I, how can I show that type of vulnerability to my young peers at that point in time? Um, and, and expect these young peers to relate when they have two parents in their home. Um, I, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of my anger, especially was 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 probably equally between my parents, because you know, I looked at my old man like, you know, here you are going off and being with the family that you, well, pardon me, being with the woman that you cheated on my mommy with. Um, not used used to getting married. She has her son. He comes into the equation. He's older, older than I. Blue long sometimes. Get me a drink. Um, and then it's like you know, where am I in yeah, this equation? You still now? feel left out. You still feel unjustified. You feel like you know you take yeah. that on, even though you didn't really maybe mean to. But all of a sudden, you you take on the burdens of everybody, and you weren't meant to do that. Yeah. And I just didn't feel. I didn't feel good enough. Like I didn't feel. Like my voice was heard. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel like I mattered because I'm like, you know, here, here you've moved on so quickly. You didn't really give a fuck about about me. Um, and it's like, you know, here I'm looking at my mom, like, you know, you're telling me, you know, you, you're just like your fucking dad. You're so much like him. I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fucking eight. Like, what? I'd be like, who else? What do am I doing wrong? Be like, I mean, you're the ones that. Really <laughs> seriously. You know, then I started becoming more and more like her. Um, I'm noticing, you know, if someone pisses me off, it's it's I'm quick to cuss them out because that's how she is. And I was seen on the streets in a restaurant. Um, I just, I, you know, like <sighs> fucking hey, man, like I don't I'm, I'm not trying to even make it smaller than what it was. And I'm not trying to make my mom to be out some well, type no, of heinous. But so. Well, no, but there's, um, but so many people experience that. And it's not saying that your mom was necessarily a bad mom, but there's things that just went a little too far. And that's, I mean, I I don't want to brush it off necessarily as human nature, but at the same time, that's kind of what we do when we feel that we're maybe, I mean, she probably felt unjustified as well with the whole situation. And there was nothing that she could do about it when the person that was supposed to love her ran off on her and then she felt abandoned. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, he moved so quickly. So I don't, you know, she, she was dealing with her emotions and maybe not the best way because she didn't know how to, for one, because that's how she was taught. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, that's, that's where, that's where that forgiveness comes in at. And you realize, you know, yes, there was, you weren't being justified, but at the same time, if you can put yourself in their shoes then it helps you forgive them and maybe still not understand why they did the, what they did or whatever, or when it doesn't make any sense, but then it helps you to, you know, just realize that people fuck up and that we're not, we're not perfect. No, of course, we're not given a manual. Um, but you know, I don't think see, women, women, especially mothers don't really understand the extent of damage. Um, when when verbal and, and physical abuse is is really heavily uh, implied or or what's the word I'm looking for afflicted, yeah. um, I'm telling you, man, like like it's a, it's a different dynamic. You know, I, I don't understand sexual abuse. Um, my heart always bleeds for any victim of sexual abuse, by far. Um, but man, I'm telling you, as a, as a as a man, it really is so hard to understand how a mom. I don't know, because my perception of, of of moms and women in general is far more loving um, than men. And not saying that my mom wasn't a, a loving mom. It's just I just feel like you know things could have been expressed differently. Well, yeah. Um, and I and I get that you know yeah life is hard and life has thrown you these these curveballs, um, but no child should ever have to pay uh, from you know, an emotional and physical level. I should ever have to pay for uh, his or her parents' 
um, feelings, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen. You know, hell, Lord knows I'm not the fucking best dad. All right. You know, I, I, I've admitted that I've done some shit that isn't isn't always right and wasn't not in the best interest of my daughter. I've certainly spoken with my baby girl about that and we've addressed that. And I, I'm, I'm glad that she came to me um, with candid feelings because that's what I wanted. And, and I respected how she felt and it, it brought us a lot closer. Um, so again, my mother and I had that closure. Um, it's not like I, I still have resentment toward my mother because um, I honestly don't, nor, nor toward my dad, not, not as far as disciplinary my dad wasn't the one to discipline me so <clears throat> i um there's other things i resent my dad about and i stated one which is how quickly he moved on he banded you too uh, right um and i think you know at five uh that's so much for for a five-year-old to go through and when you're looking at your cousins who have um, <clears throat> both their parents in the home and then you got to go back home you getting your ass beat for shit that <laughs> you're like let me just talk it out right man that shit hurts man you know you grow up you, know, you just grow up hard as fuck like and it's not even the streets that 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 I fear more like mom I really was terrified of my mom you know like I mean like I mean, really fucking terrified. I know she loved me. I, I would never say that she didn't love me. Um, and I'm not trying to discredit her in the spirit form in any way. And I hope she doesn't think that. I just want this to be an episode where young men and... Explain it to me in a way where you're not defending yourself still. Like, because I feel... What do you because mean? I feel that you're defending... Like, you're, you're defending your deceased mom which you're not talking shit about her but you're being real with your vulnerable feelings so just be real with your vulnerable feelings without defending yourself do you know what I mean it's okay to do that yeah. so I mean because you're still trying to it's hard to, like it's so hard for men to really be so I mean it just is like for us to really be open and expressive and that's why I'm doing this and and, and I appreciate you right now like like you know give give me or give the audience the real and i'm trying i really am um it's it's hard you know like you you're shunned out usually mm -hmm. so i'm doing my best to really be open um because i'm sitting here with tears <laughs> i know i can feel that that's why I, I just, that's I just, why i'm asking you because you're trying to hold your tears <clears throat> back also and i can i can hear it and that's why I'm asking well, just, you to, to, you know, just never felt good stop, enough. Stop, like, and so be real with that. Like, you didn't feel yeah, good enough no. because you felt that she mistreated you for times that wasn't your fault. So you were taking on those burdens. Yeah. Don't defend yourself. Oh, but she was still got. Don't. I don't want to hear that. And not not saying well, that it's not true. But what I'm saying is, like, just be real with the vulnerability. Well, no, I'm being, listen, I struggle with, was it my fault? I, I, I do. Um, I struggle with that a lot. Because, and so, so me, me, as you label it as defending, um, and I'm not saying that in a, in a harsh way. No, I'm way. not. Yeah, right. Um, I get it's, it's not, it's not me necessarily defending. It's, it's, I, I, I just struggle with, you know, did I deserve it? as probably crazy as that sounds um you know did i did i deserve it i struggle with that i struggle with that was i was i maybe mouthy or something like I, some things i probably have mentally blocked out on purpose um but i certainly have not blocked out like the worst things of just being told you know you're stupid um why does it take you so long to finish that that fucking problem hurry the fuck up i beat your ass go get the fucking belt um being smacked in the fucking mouth, mouth uh, or lip bleeding, um, and the reason and the reason why I say I'm not trying to make my mom look like that because I just feel like I don't want people to think that any mother in that position necessarily is a bad mom. So it's not that I'm really trying to defend her actions, um, but but maybe maybe the son of me 
It sounds so fucking crazy right now. Fuck, man. Because <laughs> I know you're right. It does. It sounds so fucking crazy, and I, and I know it's it's it, it sounds crazy as fuck. But I guess the son of me still wants to defend. You know, the cub wants to defend his his mom. Well, of course, and that's um, natural. But in order to like work through it, you got to get deep down. So that's the only thing I'm saying. Like you've expressed so many times before in other things that your mom is a great mom. So now you're just being real and real vulnerable for a minute where you don't necessarily have to defend her being that cub. Just that's what I was saying. Just be. No, I, I get it. Real, trust you know. Yeah, trust me. I get it. I'm just saying, you know, that that is that's that's I'm still being real. Right. No, I you know, know that you because are, it's but... like. You know, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm still opening up, right? Because the nature in me is still going to say, you know, like I, I, it, it's not easy. No one gets a manual, so like, like I, I still try to be real with myself. Um, is this the first time that you're actually like really thinking about it? Like really? No, you know? no. There's, there's people. That, yeah, no. There's, there's, there's the other people that I've certainly expressed to. Um, but I, like I said, I want to do this because I want men to understand that a lot of times our relationships are suffering because we really can't open up. We feel like we can't open up better yet. We can. However, we feel as though we can't open up. And a lot of times, man, you you you, you suffer inside. Your relationships suffer because the woman does not know what triggers um, your, your past. Right. You know, so, you know, I definitely want men to hear this and, and know, like, you got to open up. Yeah. And the um, more that you do it, the more it doesn't have a hold uh, on you. Yeah. The more that you're, you know, it doesn't necessarily beat you anymore. And then you realize and you allow yourself to be really you. You allow yourself to yeah. then make mistakes and stuff like that, you know. Um, I mean, it just, you know, it, it, it's, it's really tough when you you're just holding both your parents accountable like yo like like i said my mom was accountable for for to me the overdoing when it comes to discipline and my dad i'm just like though i came over there on weekends i still feel like i was playing second best to his new family that he created right um, even you know when he when he um created my my brother and sister um when he got remarried you know it's like or came together to create with his right with his wife um i just I, I still felt like damn you know when it was time for me to go to alabama state my mom did not want to sign off on financial aid i approached my old man and he's telling me how the college money saved up for me he spent for my stepbrother to go to illinois state right and then i looked to him like are you fucking crazy man like what the fuck yeah that's pretty messed up so, i mean like you feel left out again Yep. And I, you know, it's like abandonment, verbal, physical abuse, all that shit, man. I fucks, it's hard. Men aren't really taught to come forward. And I'm hoping that I can be a, a voice along with many. Right. For, for them to come forward because this shit is tough, man. You know, it, it really is so tough when, as a man, you, you quote unquote are, reprogrammed to think that you expressing your emotions is somehow going to make you look like a weak person right and it doesn't you know like it helps people understand okay well that's why certain things trigger this person yeah um, exactly and you know I just I, I really speak about the word abandonment I really I'm, I'm kind of like thinking back but I, I recall how my mom would go out um, on dates and you know here I am like just waiting for her to come back home and I, I would just kind of feel like so alone then crying and, and just like like just wondering yeah like just just wondering man like you know like like why does life have to be like this at that age you know that's that's what I was wondering like not life life was horrible you know we lived in a nice house my mom was doing great for a single single parent i mean definitely right 
Um, but I just I would think like why <laughs> my canine son's looking at me right now like oh dad. <laughs> um, I would just often wonder like why, like why, why does life have to be like like that or why did part of me life have to be like that? Like it, I don't know. I just wanted like the whole happy old man in the home. Um, seeing both my parents together, and well, I think also society painted that picture, and that's what you yeah. think of normal as. And actually, that's kind of the way it's supposed to be. I mean, I firmly believe divorces and things like that aren't supposed to happen because of how much destruction it actually brings. And people don't realize it. They say, oh, I just want to be happy. But that's mm-hmm. being selfish and not necessarily saying that being happy is selfish, but you don't, you started this, you created it. So make the best mm-hmm. of it and work it out. And if you don't do yeah. that, then there's so much havoc and everything that it brings to the table. Yeah. There's so much like, and you don't even know the consequences while you're doing it. You have no idea. Yeah. And, you know, clearly it has affected me as a dad and my decision making as a dad. Right. You know, what my dad did to be 100. Um, but I pride myself on being more engaged with my daughter than my old man was with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I, I swear to gosh, I'm really, really you know, I really hope someone does understand, like, especially if there's any single parent moms who do listen. It's like, you definitely can. Um, that form of discipline, man. And, and like I said, I see it a lot in the black and Hispanic community where, uh, you know, I mean, they beating the child's ass. You know, I mean, fucking whooping the shit out, out of the child, smacking the child in the fucking mouth, punching the child. Um, belittling the child verbally putting the child down you know like the list goes on and for us men like we have to speak about it so that we can bring attention to what happens like like that child that you're doing that to at that moment for the single pair of moms grows up to be a reflection of the men who you hear expressing right um so to me it's like I, I want this to be something that a woman understands, like, you know, you can't just use your child as, as a fucking punching bag to release emotional stress. Yeah. You know, you can't. You and that's know. what, you know, too, that stinks is that, you know, this is part of my thing going back. You know, I, I got pissed off at women's rights and stuff like that. Not because I didn't think that we were treated unfairly or anything like that. Yes, I understood. But at the same time, now you got to be a, a, a mom and work your ass off and take care of the kids and do all that stuff. So it kind of like it put the double double pressure on. And now all of a sudden we got to be super women. And, and then when we do, you know, find another person or whatever, now we got to cater to them too and do all this and work and whatever. And not all women have that experience. I mean, I have, but some mm-hmm. of them, you know, they do have a loving supportive husband and and things like that to where they're you know able to not have to be that super super woman you know so i mean your mom she definitely had a lot of pressure and a lot of moms out there have all that pressure because of what society and what the things that we stood our ground on actually hurt us too you know like if if she could have you know, maybe not been under so much pressure, maybe she wouldn't have really came off and acted as if she did, you know, because she felt under the pressure and then she was just trying to mold you for that pressure, kind of like being in the military. I mean, they set you up. And and so when you do go under enemy territory that, you know, they could really hurt you more so than what you're being hurt. So then that starts to make you hard. But then you're just... No, don't do that. But then you're just holding your emotions in, and then you can't express them. Uh, that, 
it, that didn't groom me to be a harder man. That groomed me to fucking the trust. The, the, the trust to put in a woman can be very difficult at times because of the shit I've been through with my mom and the shit I've experienced within my family. Yeah. I mean, I can um, relate. I mean, I've, I've, so, I haven't gotten beat and stuff like that. I mean, my mom definitely smacked me across the mouth many times because I was a smart mouth and stuff only because, you know, she wasn't showing me, like she would always say, do as I say, not as I do. But she wasn't showing me anything of how to be better. So I just acted out and stuff. And I remember the first time I lost my virginity and she found out and she come in the room after getting drunk that night and started punching me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I d- definitely deserve discipline because I was too damn young, but I was just looking for love and attention because I wasn't getting it, you know? And, and I think that's even though she was there, but I still felt abandoned because she had to, you know, work and do and be that superwoman, but yet she still had to deal with her own emotions and she wasn't dealing with them very well either. It doesn't give that parent the right to to do no, that it though. Doesn't. And and to say like, you know, a mom experiences pressure. I mean, you know, there's men who experience pressure too if they're a single dad, you know, but it doesn't give that single dad the right to come home and you know um use ex- a, a very aggressive disciplinary measures right. very much so so you know i i get i get what you're saying that you know stress has us reacting in unfamiliar ways that we probably wouldn't think that we know or knew um but it cannot be something that you repeat right you know as a parent you if you do that shit you see your fucking child is, is fucking cringing every time you raise your voice um, begging not to be fucking whooped. Um, you know, you, you, you're, you're missing t- your target and hitting your child in his, in his yoo-hoo down there. You know, these are the things I was experiencing. Being, being spanked in public, you know, we're going to the bathroom and I'm whooping your ass. You know, like, what the, like, yo. Right. Like, why? Like, cause, cause I'm, cause I'm, I'm mouthy. All right, fuck it. I get I'm mouthy. That's why I have a podcast now. Yeah. Um, flip side is like that's not the way to discipline a child. Uh, you know, a good pop in the mouth is cool, but I'm, you know, I want the I want listeners to understand what I'm what I mean when, like I said, you're getting naked ass whoopings from your mom. It's it is very degrading. It's very puzzling, very fucking confusing because I'm like I don't understand why I have to feel the belt on my naked fucking ass. Right. Sometimes my back. Um. You know, being muffed in the fucking mouth, smacked hard as fuck in the mouth, backhanded in the mouth, uh, called every motherfucking name in a book sometimes, just because I didn't do something the right way. Right. Uh, I mean that that that's not the way to make a child harder. You make them harder, all right. Harder to try to trust a lot of things and, and a lot of people especially again women yeah you make that hard that, that's what you do right but it doesn't you know a, a child being hard that, that happens with society um child being terrorized that happens in the home yeah that really happens in the home um I mean, seriously, that's all I can really say. That happens a lot. Only, I mean, mainly the reason why I brought that stuff is up before is because when you don't check yourself, like for me, like if I'm being stressed out and, you know, then come across a little nasty to my daughter, it's not because mm-hmm. and I, I've caught myself. I'm like, honey, it's not you at all. And, and I say that I say those type of things because I want her to know that it's not what, how I'm reacting it has nothing to do with her mm-hmm. and right. that you just need to give me like 15 minutes or so so I can right. so I can wind down do my thing but for me that's me checking myself like that's I feel like that's you know because we do slip up but that's like the way to handle it to be aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it yeah. so then people don't experience what you've experienced or you know 
or things like that when when you don't realize that that's not how you're supposed to do it that's that's not helping mm-hmm. the matters or the, you know grow your child at all no it just makes it makes me live in fucking fear you know it really does like I was like what the fuck man I have to say <laughs> like, though I'm really sorry why? I'm really sorry that like because it hurts me too to hear you say those things even though I didn't do any of it but it's 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 painful that's painful to hear that you know a brother went through that you know I mean that's that and I appreciate that I do I really do appreciate that because I know a lot of people just don't think that us men experience um such trauma as as women do when it comes to these type of issues and we do right and we are we honestly do when you don't express them then that's usually where the men are then emotionally unavailable mm. and then that makes it hard for women to then you know be able to pour themselves out too you know vice versa mm-hmm. to be able to you know talk to each other and and be vulnerable like that so if you have distrust because you're afraid you know mm-hmm. how they're going to react or judge you or say something or whatever or you know they could you know be emotionless also and be like you know what man the fuck up you know or they can come alongside you and you know let you get it out and relate mm-hmm. and if you shun that man I mean I actually I did an episode that's titled man up um, it doesn't help if you if you silence the man trying to speak with you and express how he feels right. like because honestly you know thinking back it's like I mentioned I said I know my mom loves me I always question you know, when I, now that I think about it I question like what is love then mm-hmm. you know and that's something I still struggle with like like what is really the definition of love if, if a parent can whoop their child like the child fucking stole something what is that background noise it's raining outside <laughs> sorry oh no you're good um it's like what uh like what like what, what is love then like how 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 can how, i don't know how can somebody define love when you go through that you know by the hands of of someone that gave birth to you especially like and and it's hard to sometimes discern it's hard to not wonder if someone has a motive. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean that they're going to be physical with me. I mean, hell no. But it, it just makes you like question, you know, do you have any motives? Um, are you going to be for real? Right. Um, will you will you become a belligerent drunk and start spewing out shit that will trigger my mom was not a drunk but however if someone starts to be verbally abusive that's a trigger right. um you know it's it, like you and you're right that whole you know shit am i good enough also comes into play a lot and you know it, it, it's a lot of times it's easier for me to stay busy so i don't have to dwell on shit like that um but my interview that I had, um, it just, it, you know, the, the, the last one, the 50th episode, it just made me realize, you know, opening up is a good thing. It's a great thing, actually. Because, um, you know, I can go back and hear this and, and listen to my own self and try to tap back into the, those younger years and you know, realize that it wasn't my fault. Right. Yes. And that's oh, where I was you know, waiting I, for you to, yeah, I know. you to say that it wasn't, yeah, you know, I mean, I know. it wasn't your fault. So when you start to think right. of those things of not being good enough, you know, just go back to you. How do I want to say this? Um, when we start thinking the all about me, not in a, how to, that's not how I want to say it either. Um, to not put all the burden on you um, you have to realize that it wasn't all about you like it wasn't something necessarily that you did or said or even though it was blamed on you but that's what that's not what the underlying issue was 
you know, when those right. things came about and to yeah. let yourself be free to realize that, that it wasn't your fault. You didn't deserve that. Um, that's part of the healing process. Well, I definitely agree. You know, but it takes a time to, to, to get there and to then to be okay with that. Like, and I have my mom alive too. You know, that definitely, it does add on to it because at least, you know, over the somewhat 13 years that she's been deceased, um, transitioned, um, Uh, it, you know, it just—it's like it's hard for you to like. We perhaps we could have talked, you know, and then things get easier, and you know, you all discuss, and you know, like you build that that bridge. Right. Um, it's tough when you know your you know both your parents are gone. Um, so for you to try to build that bridge or rebuild that bridge, and they're not a, alive in the physical form. It's rather tough. And I get, yeah, I can write a letter, you know, and I get all that. But, the, you know, in theory, reality, it's, it, you know, it's not going to give me that closure. Do, like, because she is gone, um, do you think what makes it a little bit hard for some things is that you're, that you wish that she could still say you're, or that you wish that she would say to you now if she was still here, you're doing a good job? You know, um, you know, or that no. that you're, you know, that she's proud of you, or or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I make it hard, um, because I've heard that from her as I as I grew older. Uh, you know, I, I I heard that, so it's not necessarily that sense of affirmation from her that I need, um. I mean, it, it, it's just, you know, I'm a mommy's boy and, you know, there's nothing more that I would love to be able to run into her arms and, you know, we we talk about what I experienced and, and she goes more into what she experienced. Like, it would be awesome to be able to hold a podcast with my mom. <laughs> right. You know, we talk about that. Um, because it, it, it's, it's tough when you're not able to get some some definitive answers and definitive closure mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean you can't move forward by all means you can it, it just you know there are some things that will never get addressed obviously and you know i'm definitely moving forward and, and a work in progress every day as we all are yeah. um but again for, for for many men in their relationships of any dynamic being open and transparent and expressing what you experienced in your childhood that was traumatizing. Oh, that would definitely, it would definitely provide a lot of light and a lot of healing and a lot of understanding in their relationships. Right. Um, and women, you all need to, and you need and deserve to, to hear us express our most inner and darkest traumatizing secrets that we have put into a vault you know um that's why i did this even though i get a little emotional but that's why i did well this. i feel blessed you know? to be able to be on the podcast with you and, and be the one with talking with you about this like i feel very blessed and i'm very glad that you're you are able to be able to trust me to be able to do this with me you know that's mm. that's huge it's huge like that's that's huge um i definitely appreciate that i definitely do i mean it you know it, it it's tough to talk about something like this and I, and i know obviously you know people will hear this but that's what i want um doesn't make me a soft man uh, by any it makes means, you a strong you know, man by being able to be vulnerable, yeah. actually. Yeah. And it's tough. It's tough for us yeah, men. Yeah, that's but, why you, know, it doesn't... you have to start somewhere. <laughs> right. That's why it doesn't make you weak <laughs> because it's tough. Because it is hard. 
So, I mean, if you think that's weakness, that's by far beyond weakness. That's very strong. And, you know, you, I'm grateful that you have the courage, you know, to be able to do it because it is so tough because, you know, it's, it's that, you know, feeling rejected, you know, feeling not good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. someone hears you and and then says something against it. You know, it's like, no, just listen, just stop. Don't have any commentary. Just, just like, you know, even though I have questions and stuff like that, only because I'm I'm wanting to know a little bit deeper or a little bit more or, you know, whatever. Not that I'm trying to, you know, chastise you. Right. No, no, of course. Of course. Not at one point that I feel like that. And I... I hope I didn't come across. No, not at all. I'm just saying that because, oh, I mean, if you did, okay. then you wouldn't have been able to talk to me in the first place. So, I mean, for, for that alone, with your trust in women, that's huge. You know, but there's not going to be all women that you're going to be able to trust like that. There's, you just know. You just know. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's very imperative. Um, because I definitely could have did this with a a male on the other end or a man on the other end um i i I felt more compelled for you and i to discuss this issue and discuss uh you know just just being real i guess um i mean what else is there (laughs) you know I really hope that this helps somebody also open up and the next person opens up, you know, both men and women, because it happens to both. Yeah, it does. Um, and, you know, it, it, it is liberating because it helps you also, you know, hear yourself and know that, you know, you know, where, where a lot of things have derived from mm-hmm. and you understand that and kind of go from there that's all you can do that's for sure but I mean this is so important to be able to though you know talk it out and to work it out to realize why you do the things that you do and where they come from not that you're trying to push blame or whatever but to but to realize exactly where it comes from you know that's why I asked you the question you know do you do you feel like you know that you're not good enough as part of the perfection that of of how you were treated you know and yeah. that's kind yeah. of where then it stems from and that started at the age mm-hmm. of five mm-hmm. you know because of a traumatic yep. event and then it just kept on you know not uh, that she didn't take care of you she didn't you know she still fed you she still you know showed you love and stuff like that but there's those times mm-hmm. you know that were you know completely uncalled for and then that mm-hmm. you know that's to where it's then you know, it's hard to be in relationships to be able to then trust Mm-hmm. But then once you realize where they kind of come from and you're able to talk about it and kind of process it all, um, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit by a little bit, you know, you don't necessarily have to process it all right now because sometimes you're not going to get the uh, the realization mm-hmm. of things at that moment. But the more that you talk mm-hmm. about it, the more that you realize and then the more that it doesn't have a burden on you anymore and you're able to put your shoulders down instead of you have them up and defensive all the time. Like when those triggers happen. You know where it comes mm-hmm. from then. Yeah. And so then you can learn or know how to then respond or react and that and you know, when something like that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for your your listening ears, your awesome mind and thought provoking questions. You know, you're very welcome. I'm like I said, I feel blessed to be able to, you know talk with you about it and stuff it's it's awesome oh my dear i'm gonna return you to your wonderful evening now that i have shed some weight off of my chest so to speak all right (laughs) you got some more questions no i think that that sums it all up for right now (laughs) i think it was good yeah that's all i can take yeah this is this is all the waterworks i can take right now (laughs) <laughs> well, you did good for almost an hour so far, so that's that's awesome. I know, right? That's awesome. Yeah, I looked down. I was like, Ooh. I looked down, like, man, I definitely 
got some stuff off of my chest. And usually small group sessions are only like 30 minutes, so. And then, yeah, then there's right. like five or six of you trying to talk. So, I mean, this was really mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah, right. You didn't, you didn't just get three minutes to explain like a synopsis right? of the big picture. You know? uh, yeah, this, this was more of a, a longer synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Not a... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thank you so much, my dear. You're welcome. I really appreciate you. You're very welcome. Yeah. Love you, peace and blessings, and we have been your host, Torch the Poet, and Val the Phoenix. For he said, she said, <laughs> in that car in the I background. know it's such a busy street, but I love sitting outside because that's where I feel. Heck yeah. I feel even though there's a lot of noises and things, but I feel it doesn't. It's I get my energy from outside, so. It doesn't um it doesn't stop me one bit. I am a motor mouth, so <laughs> I think it I think it adds a bit of uh distinct uh vibrations, if you will, to hear it in the background. It's different. Provides some authenticity. Yeah, I think so. Kind of makes you know, it's life doesn't stop when you want it to stop. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We've all tried, <laughs> have been unsuccessful, but we've all tried. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right, my dear. I will definitely catch you on the rebound again. Sounds good. You have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. <laughs>